Hello and welcome back to the Choose You Calgary podcast. I'm Virginia and today I have Diane Elizabeth with me to talk about You Calgary's Women's Resource Center. Thank you for joining me today. Of course. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Could each of you tell us a little bit about yourselves and your roles at the Women's Resource Center? For sure. So my name is Elizabeth, um, as you mentioned, and I'm the project assistant at the Women's Resource Centre. So a lot of what I do is, you know, helping day to day. Um, I also contact uh, speakers for uh, the Women Leaders Speak series, which I'll go into a bit more detail later. And um, yeah, and I also help with collaboration with uh, the Consent Awareness and Sexual Education club on campus and we work on the ask first to campaign so we're working on just trying to promote a more respectful culture on campus and raise an awareness around consent that's awesome yeah um so as you mentioned my name's Di um and I'm the program assistant at the WRC so in my role I oversee kind of the coordination of a number of events and services while also managing our volunteer peer helper program, uh, the resource database that we have, and libraries. So Lizzie, you're a student on campus as well. Could you talk a little bit about that too? Of course, yeah. So at the moment, I'm in my fourth year of political science, but um, I'm also involved with uh, the co-op program at the Women's Resource Centre. So it's interesting seeing the difference between like, the co-op aspect versus like the student volunteer component and I mean both are just so equally rewarding um, especially I've, I've volunteered for about two years uh, at the Women's Resource Centre and like as perhaps cliche as it sounds like it really did feel like a home away from home um, especially as a student, you know, there's definitely certain times of the year where exams or just the course workload gets really overwhelming. So it was always great to be able to come into the Women's Resource Centre and connect with students from all different faculties and with so much diverse experience and just having that supportive network really, I felt, um, helped enhance my experience at USC, but also it provided a lot of mental support, which was just amazing, especially during those like hard, like hard times during the semester, and and as well, like it's just been incredible for self growth, as well. Um, you know, there's so much opportunity to engage with leadership, and as well, just learning so much about um, diverse cultures and also how to support um, in terms of mental health. It's such a holistic but incredible experience for a student. It sounds really incredible. What was it that sort of first drew you to want to volunteer there? So I don't know if it's a conventional path or not but I used to do a lot of acting before I came to the USC and I got an email you know through the main channel saying auditions for the vagina monologues are coming up so I was like yes I have got to get into this <laughs> so that was kind of the first time that I had gone to uh, the Women's Resource Centre and I just loved the idea that 
you go, you audition, but you get a part. And I thought that was so inclusive and not a lot of pressure. And then, you know, as the weeks went on for rehearsals, it, it was just incredible, like meeting, again, a diverse range of individuals. But also I thought was amazing was that Vagina Monologue does cover a lot of tough conversations. And it was just amazing to have that space to you know, talk about these issues and find creative ways of raising awareness and hopefully, you know, getting people on board to be part of the solution. And from there, just meeting everyone from the, the WRC and the Vagina Monologues, I was like, okay, I know where I got to volunteer now. <laughs> That's awesome. So Di, could you tell me a little bit about the history of the Women's Resource Center on campus and maybe why it came about, how it was created? Yeah, totally. Um, so I guess thinking back, if we go back, back <laughs> there, there have been kind of, you know, many iterations of women's centers, spaces and groups on campus, you know, in the 80s and 90s even. And so it wasn't until really early 2000s, kind of after the rallying and campaign efforts of a group of students, faculty and staff, and notably students in this like feminist praxis course. So that's kind of what led to us being born on October 18, 2006. And October 18 also happens to fall on Persons Day. We thought very fitting to kind of be in that place. And so we're really thankful um, for where we are now. We're located on the fourth floor of McEwen Student Center, um, but previous to that, uh, back in 2006, we were in Mac Hall. We lived there till about 2013, then moved over here to a kind of bigger, larger space because the need was there, and you know, a lot of students were saying, this is a great place to be, and we're slowly shrinking in terms of size. So we moved on over and we also have Sheila O'Brien to thank as well. So Sheila O'Brien was the advisor to the president um, on student life at the time. It was so amazing of her to, you know, donate her entire salary for the year to build our center. Wow. She is to thank for providing that support, huge support. No kidding. Yeah. What would each of you say is the significance of the WRC to the UCalgary community? I think the biggest thing that the WRC can like or does contribute to the campus is just providing that safe haven for students, whether that's support in terms of peer listening, again, for when you get overwhelmed. It's just so incredible just to have that space away from, you know, academic life. I agree. I build on that. Again, it's a place where you can be yourself. It's a place that's open for everyone. While women is in our title, we are a space open to all genders. And, you know, a lot of the people who visit our space is like, this is kind of like an oasis on campus. <laughs> it's a, you know, relaxing and also refreshing place to be, to meet new people and just be yourself. So it's supportive of all genders, not just women. Yeah. Perfect. Are you interested in learning more about the University of Calgary? Fill out the survey link in the episode notes and we'll mail you a physical copy of our 2020-2021 viewbook where you can learn all you need to know about the University of Calgary. 
What are some of the biggest events or programs that are hosted by the Women's Resource Center? Again, the vagina monologue is very popular, so we try to do that as much as we can. And then we also have just such a diverse range of events, like whether it's video game day, which is led by our volunteers, or, you know, we have uh, the Women Leaders Speaker Series where we invite local women leaders to come in and share their experiences in terms of, you know, what it's like to be in some male-dominated jobs, the challenges they faced and how they overcame those challenges. You know, it's a way that we try to inspire future women leaders. Again, we just have such a diverse range of events and usually we try to appeal, as Di mentioned, to all genders because promoting equality, we can do it without including everyone in the conversation. So we definitely try to work on that inclusivity part. And then as well, kind of um, tying into that is, and again, I believe I kind of already mentioned is the volunteer program at the Women's Resource Center. That's huge. A lot of the events that we do wouldn't be possible without them. We have three different groups within the Women's Resource Centre for volunteers. So we have events in education, male allyship. They're largely responsible for the events that are open to everyone on campus. And as well, that male allyship component just helps bring guys into the conversation and also to be a part of the Women's Resource Centre and We've been so fortunate to have, you know, a few guys over the years who have participated and put on some really cool events. Um, I know next semester we have just some really cool conversations around healthy and toxic masculinities. So I'm really excited to have that part of the conversation. And then we also have volunteer engagement um, and development team. So they do a lot of sort of internal volunteer training, which is fantastic because I feel like a lot of skills that you learn at the Women's Resource Centre can totally be applied for, you know, future jobs. Um, again, just building on those fundamental skills. And as well, uh, the volunteer engagement and development team also uh, put together uh, mid-semester retreats for the volunteers or end of party semester semester parties sorry uh, for volunteers just to recognize all the hard work that they do um, and as well the biggest project which I know we just love at the Women's Resource Centre is they're largely responsible for the weave so that's where you know our volunteers contribute stories reviews recipes Blood searches, you name it. And then we have our own sort of like magazine for the volunteers to enjoy. And then last but not least is the community outreach and peer support. So as the name suggests, this team uh, largely focuses on the peer support, which is a little bit different from counselling in that we're not qualified counsellors, so we can't really offer advice. But what we can do is we can definitely lend a listening um, non-judgmental ear which sometimes that's all you need is a place to vent in a safe space they are trained in active listening and crisis response so even if 
you know, you are in a crisis situation, they know how to handle that and then also connect you with the appropriate resources so that, you know, you're not left alone um, and that you are fully supported. That's really amazing how much there is and how much of it is just done by volunteers. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Some of the other, even currently, we take part in the 16 Days of Activism Against Gender-Based Violence. So that's from November 25 to December 10. One of the main events that we put on for December is December 6, which is the National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women. So that is another reason why we exist. Yeah, absolutely. I've definitely over my years on campus seen a lot of outreach, I guess, about equality and consent awareness. That's always been a big focus, even from starting in first year, you know, your community advisors are always really trying to educate everyone in residence about consent awareness and things like that. And I think that's really important. And the university has been doing a really good job of making sure that students are aware of things like that. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Do you have any current mentorship opportunities through the center? Yeah, so... We host the uh, Women Leadership Conference every year. And so it's kind of evolved now into Women in Work, a partnership with Career Services. So we'll host this one day long event with different speakers and workshops, professional development offerings for students. Awesome. Other than sort of all the volunteer opportunities that Lizzie kind of touched on, are there any other ways that students can get involved with the Women's Resource Center? Yes. Uh, One of those would be attending our events. Uh, They are, most of them, if not all, are open to everybody and they are free. In light of this pandemic, everything is online. So in a way, it is a lot more accessible. One of the great ways to get involved with us is to just, you know, attend our events. And our space, too, is open as well. We have a beautiful space to study, hang out, have lunch, and engage in conversation. We've got a library, which is used as quiet study space and a meeting room, two safe haven rooms that you can use for peer support, relaxation rooms to sleep, meditate, meet, or if you need privacy. We do recruit volunteers two times a year, um, and that's usually at the beginning of fall and the beginning of winter. So September and January are our volunteer intake periods. To sort of wrap us up, I was wondering if each of you could maybe give me like a quick sentence. If there was one thing that the Women's Resource Center is trying to do for the Calgary campus, what would you say about it? From my perspective, I definitely feel the biggest thing that we're trying to work on is continuing the work um, to promote the healthy, respectful behaviors on campus. To be romantic about it, to make this campus and ultimately this world a more safe, just, and inclusive place to be. I think the Women's Resource Center has definitely been doing a great job so far, and um, I'm excited about getting more students and prospective students to know about it and hopefully get involved. So thank you so much, both of you, for being here today to talk about it with me. Of course. Yeah, thank you so much. Just to quickly mention, I know Dai's already mentioned this, but we are located in Mac Hall on the fourth floor, um, sort of adjacent to the um, exam centre there. Um, and our physical office hours um, are Monday to Thursday, 8.30 to 4.30. 
or um, at the moment we are also offering the virtual front desk, which is Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 4.30. So anyone can drop in at any time in a way that works for them too. That concludes today's episode. To learn more about the University of Calgary and the Women's Resource Centre, please follow the links in the episode description.